And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. To Pussy Buttons and Saturday. Yeah, I'm your host, Derek Felix, on a uh, balmy Tuesday evening here in uh, New York City. Uh, how are you all doing out there? Or it is just completely humid and it's just crazy summer weather. Uh, i stuffed up as well. So I hope you're all doing very well out there as well. Staying cool, of course. Uh, we've got some issues to uh, discuss tonight. Currently, a lot of sports going on. Uh, the Yankees right now are tied 6-6 uh, in the eighth inning with the Phillies. They came back from three runs down. A-Rod with another A-bomb, and he continues his march uh, to history. And uh, Chase Headley hitting a home run as well. Uh, and Chris Young had a uh, base knock that tied the game up. It takes C.C. Sabathia off the hook. The Yankees and and I said the Mets. Well, the Yankees and Phillies at last check are eight or six to six. I think that's what I was trying to say. Six six. Yes. So uh, I'm going to pass off the phone number. It's um, three four seven eight two six seven three five eight. Certainly a lot of stuff going on. We got drafts coming up this week, uh, especially with the NBA draft that's on deck in two days, and that should be very exciting. Um, 
who's going to go first? Will it be um, who will go first? That's, that's the question. Will it be Jamil Okafor? Or will it be the big man? That, that's that's the question. One of the big guy from Kentucky. I mean, now it will be Carthy Towns from New Jersey. Now, I mean, I would probably go with Towns myself because I think he's just a little better overall than Okafor. But Okafor is going to be a he's certainly going to put up great offensive numbers. I think once he especially fills out, uh, he's got the great low post game. He moves the ball very effectively. He's you know, a lot of people have compared to Doug. I don't want to go out and do that because Tim Duck is one of the all-time greats. So, But there's a lot of potential there for Okafor. Uh, Towns, you know, what can he do when he's actually more of a more of a piece playing uh, on a real franchise, you know, instead of playing for Kentucky where he's playing 20 minutes? So that, those are all questions to ask, uh, along with uh, other guys like Moutier and couple of uh, Europeans and what the Knicks going to do with their fourth overall pick? You know, what will they go for? Justice Winslow being one of the names out there and supposedly moving up and a couple of other guys. So we're going to get into that. NHL draft is coming up on Friday. Uh, yes, Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel, that show is coming on Friday. Buffalo Sabres find themselves picking second overall. We'll probably try to do some of that. Um, certainly some baseball as well. Talk about some of the best players so far this year. Uh, certainly, uh, we'll discuss that as well, along with other issues. But uh, I'm your host, Derek Felix. Hope everybody's doing well. And uh, this is a 90-minute edition, so let's bring in our first guest, uh, one of the co-hosts of this show. Um, I may as well just call him the executive producer. He convinced me to, to get in on the show and schedule it. Uh, he is somewhere in a toilet, somewhere in Queens and flushing. Um, I'm on Staten Island, so it's not much better. It's actually worse, especially when he used to be a dunk. But... Uh, he is uh, the one and only JPG, uh, John G. Norio. He's with us. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Are you cleaning the toilet since I'm living here? Mm. Uh, I should be, shouldn't I? You know, maybe, maybe I can you should. You told me that's what you did, so I can only yes. only take you at your word, Flex. You should. Yeah, you should, you should take me at my, at my word. I'm looking at some uh, different basketball happenings, actually. Uh, see that... Uh, Thaddeus Young opted out of his deal with the Nets and became a free agent. Not really a surprise on that, certainly. Um, but then uh, our favorite coach, Doc Rivers, lost his mom today. So uh, not a that good day for the Rivers household. Yes, it does suck. But uh, and Alvin Gentry now is the new coach of the Pelicans. Huh, interesting. That's so. been that's old news. That maybe became official today, but that's been known for a while. He was an assistant, I think, right? Was he an assistant on the Warriors? With Golden State, yeah. Golden State. Your favorite. Yeah, he used to, Your team. He used to coach the uh, Suns, actually. That was his first coaching gig. As far as of course you would know uh, that. You, gee, I wonder how I would know that. So is this a Suns fan? Am I like an expert now on the Suns? I heard rumors. Uh, be that as it may, the rumors. But uh, hey, I have more knowledge of that than I do about the draft. So you got to give me credit for something. You know? um, I give you credit for a lot of things. You do. Um, well, anyway, um, there is a draft coming up. Are you feeling a draft? Because I'm feeling. I haven't up. really followed it that closely. Have you? Uh, I. You know what? Will you talk to me tomorrow night after work in the gym? 
I'll be ready for it. I'll be ready for this thing uh, to go. You know? Nice. I want to see. I want, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean. Are you I'm ready for the little, NHL draft? Um, yeah, I mean, of course I am. Um, there's going to be some movement with that draft, too. So that's a two-day extravaganza. Uh, well, Friday is the big day, the big night, I should say. So it's 7 p.m., and I think. And then from 7 p.m., I would say it's probably going to take about three and a half hours, probably, or so. And, uh. And then you'll have your first draw complete. And Saturday, the Saturday portion, that's the that's the blitz portion. It's because it's rounds two through seven, and they started at 10 a.m. on the East Coast, and they just blitz right through it. Uh, and you could have a lot of movement. Uh, but I think you're going to probably you you um, certainly with the NBA draft. Uh, you have well, when you talk about the NBA draft, though, it's really more about the lottery. It's about the top 15, 20 picks. You know, who's gonna who's gonna go where, and what kind of impact will they have? Um, is the franchise or the team that's drafting are they making the right move for their team moving forward? Should they trade down? Should they trade down and try to get something else? You know, like you, you you will have you know you'll have those kind of moments too, as you know all too well with the Bulls, your former team. But, uh, That's right. My f- 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 yep. former team, father team. Your father still rules. team, actually. They, no, he doesn't like the Bulls. Still, he doesn't like the Bulls either. Nice. He doesn't so, really like the NBA, but he particularly doesn't like the Bulls. Would that be because of a certain knee? He doesn't like knee. He doesn't like the owner. So, well, look, the owner is a schmuck. I think that. Uh, it's no secret. He says they should. He says they should have drafted Kevin Love instead of me. They were in the same draft. They were. Hmm. You me, know, Westbrook, then, uh, Kevin Love, all in the same draft. Back then, like Westbrook and Derrick Rose were the guys, and Kevin Love was more of the question mark. You didn't. You didn't know that Kevin Love was going to be this player. Huh? I don't think anybody knew Russell yeah. Westbrook. I don't think anybody knew Westbrook would become a triple double machine either. So, you know, you can't, you can't always like, you can't always project like how good a player will be until they develop. Kevin Love became a star player and became even better than we thought he would be. You know, so I think that's, I think that's, you know, that's that's the hard part of the draft because it's like, yeah, you want to fill your needs. Like the Knicks, they need a point guard. The Knicks also need a big man. Well, what should they do? Or should they go for BAP? Uh, there, these are good questions to ask. Okay. Um, speaking of which, well, there's uh, a there's a uh, lot of smoke around uh, Kaminsky actually for them. Is there? Um, there is. But you I know, think it's going to happen. You know how I feel. You know how I feel about him. I, I think I think he will be a good NBA player. Uh, I think he'll be one of those guys that can fill the stat sheet. I don't know how well he'll defend basket, but in terms of just being able, he can shoot it, he can distribute, he has a little bit of a pulse game too. And, I mean, certainly interesting. Uh, if they did that, they would probably trade down, I would imagine. I mean, I don't, I don't see I don't, uh, well, I don't. What I heard is that it's hard for them to trade down, so they may just take him at four. Okay. Well, we do have uh, another guest. Uh, 
yes, a frequent flyer uh, from the West Coast, uh, the laid back and snappy coast, that would be. Um, my uh, my St. John's alum uh, that I actually went to school with, uh, yes, uh, from the from the south side of California, decided to join us. Uh, you never know what you're gonna get with the Riddler. Uh, Mr. Brian Sanhorn has decided to join us. Uh, welcome to the draft party. Speaking of smoke, you, you know you know what you know what got a good smoke goes a nice Cuban cigar with some chocolate truffles. Perfect. Yeah, you're tr- you know what you're trying to do right now? Like, I actually, I actually, well, I haven't been, I've been really lazy, but I went to the gym tonight, and I felt really good after the workout, and all I did was eat, like, meat and, like, salad. <laughs> so, like, and you tell, you're talking about chocolate truffles, and God, that would be so good right now, but I'm not going to do it. Maybe with, uh, you know, maybe some Kona coffee. Ah, oh, come on! <laughs> this, yeah, this fucking this culinary art thing, man. Oh man. Oh. I like culinary art, actually. What is that? No, what's going on? Um. I don't know, not not too much. It's really hot and you is hippie out here. Uh how is California? Yeah. Uh it's about seventy one I would say right now. It's been warm, it's been the nineties, but not too bad. It's about like one fifteen in Palm Springs. One fifteen in Palm Springs right now. One fifteen? Yep. Yeah. Well, Isn't that where Waffle is? So, yeah. He'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, congratulations yeah. to Christopher Wasso. Yes. Yes. Um, I think that's excellent. So, uh, I know. I wish he was here on the weekend. I'd be able to see him, but I just can't get there. I can't get there on a, on a Wednesday. Yeah, he's uh, oh. they're going out to, the, uh, to cover the awards. Yeah, Rosenthal's there, too. Oh yeah. You know what else is there? You know what else is there too? You know what else goes good too? A nice matzo with some butter on it. Perfect. Oh god. This is all stuff that I have to stay away from. I'm gonna come back and shave. What the hell you're trying to do? (laughs) Like Uh, I have to. I don't. I just have to do this. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's working. (laughs) It's working. I don't know. Oh. Oh, you, you too. Uh, Get a room. Do you Get um, a room. I, I'm not. Listen, tomb, baby. Tomb. This is all <laughs> this is about. <laughs> Taste of all that. And it works. What? Yes. Oh, it's working. Okay. It's working fabulously. <laughs> yeah, yes. It really is. I think it's it's time to give it a rest. I think I've made my point. No. No, I think I think we should keep it up. <laughs> yeah, actually. You know, you know what? Who knows? When I'll decide to do what I do, so, you, know. you are the Riddler. So I mean, you know, <clears throat> the Riddler—that's my new name. Now. Riddler. I think that is a compliment. Riddler. That word, Nigma. I've been I've been linking JPG all sorts of stuff and information on this. Yes, yes. JPG has been being linked all sorts of stuff. Yes, I haven't been linked anything. How come? 
because I consider JPE J- JPS. What's I'm that? you, basically. Oh, so now we've switched identities? Yeah, I'm you. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize up. this. I'm, I'm, from, I'm from Chicago. I'm a statistician. You're living in Flushing. I'm living in, uh, I'm living in California. Lakewood, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could be. Hopefully to be torn soon. Yeah. Are you I mean, ready? I, you know what, Brian? I think it's time for us to come clean on what's really going on. Yeah, let's do it. Brian and I have been fooling you for a long time. We're actually the opposite of what you think. He lives in New yeah. York. I live in California. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Really? I had some good Tim Hortons in Manhattan this morning on my way to work. Yeah, sorry. Got a little. You. Got some all bon pan for a snack for lunch on 34th. Oh, my God. Excuse me. I'm sorry, 40, 41st and 3rd. There's a nice all bon pan there. I got some stuff there. Yeah, it was good. Uh, this I, was not at, I was at the Rangers Lightning game, game seven. You are? Yes. I was. Why am I not surprised? Me and Ozzy Osbourne were there. Wow. Keeping it real. And it's no all more tears. Like this. What are you guys talking about tonight? What have I what have I missed? Uh, we're we're discussing uh, who's the best pitcher in baseball this year. Uh, the best pitcher. Uh, let me. You, you want me to give you? Some, well. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll give you some. I'll give you my top it. five. I'll, I'll give you some top five. Chris okay. Archer, on Tampa. Um, yes. Max Scherzer on the Nationals just because he gets no run support. Um. Uh, I don't know. Jeff Carstens? Uh, no. Uh, but I can tell you who started <laughs> on that list. Uh, oh. Sonny Gray on the Oakland Apes. Uh, yeah. Um, Clayton Kershaw has to be included in that top five. So. When does, you know, over-under Mattingly gets fired? I, I would say October 18th. I'll take the under, please. He's going to get fired. Oh, he's sure about he's that? Done. He's done. He's done. Dude, Why? I'm telling you right now, this team, I'm telling you, man, they never – trust me when I tell you this. This Doyer team, as constructed, will never do anything in the playoffs. Why not? Not crazy about their lineup. I don't think Kershaw is a dominant playoff pitcher. The back end of the rotation is questionable at best. I just there's something about this team. It's just something's not right. I don't know what you it know is. What they the got Dodgers all this talent. Are. The Dodgers they have a crowded the... outfield. Oh, I just figured it out. The Dodgers are the Rangers trade... of baseball. They no, they're not. The Dodgers need to trade each year for C.J. Wilson. That's the first thing they need to do. Ethier and C.J. Wilson both aren't good, though. I, but C.J. Wilson for the Dodgers will be a better fit than for the Angels. 
I don't like Lefty Gasol. Lefty and Chavez Ravine will be fine. Oh, he's a good player. He's not the problem. No, I'm not saying he he's is. He's not the problem. I think that he should be, I mean, they have should be a better player. Well, he's been hurt this year a little bit. Um, I think he, I think he did too much too early to give people a false sense of what he really is. So, what is he? Uh, what he is, what you see right now. Yeah, I don't know what he you is. Know, I, I, I mean, Jimmy Rollins is done. It's over. I mean, Jimmy Rollins is finished. Done. They have a guy, Brian. Yeah, you league. can win with it. You can win with a shitty shortstop. No, but they have a guy. Well, that's true. That they might recall the in August. What guy? <laughs> Corey Seager? Have you heard of Corey Seager? Yes, of course I've. Yes, yes I have. I and think if, they have if, too much of a crowded outfield. They got a Guerrero yeah, who he, I like. Yeah. You know, Jock Peterson. Everybody loves him, but he strikes out every other bat. Jock Peterson's uh, Jewish. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Dad. So that means you I learned did. to play baseball at the CC. <laughs> Better than having a German on your roster. Well, they are up by six. Anyway, whoa. Uh, anyway. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just I kind of helped myself, you know. I forgot where on the show. I, I had to be yeah. myself. Oops. Oopsie. Oopsie. We might have to delete this. Uh, this. Uh, we might have to delete this one. <laughs> what did you expect? It's touching buttons on Saturday on a Tuesday night. <sighs> I don't know. A balmy Tuesday night. If you can't have fun on how a does, Tuesday night, can I ask you a question? How are Mariners doing? Mariners, that great Mariners team we heard about from parts uh, unknown. <laughs> um. They aren't doing anything good right now. I don't know. Oh, come on. Hey, I'm just saying. Two runs to the Phillies? That's just awful. Wait, what happened? The Phillies scored two runs off the Tazis. Season over. Michael Franco. Remember that name. He's he's already on me and Harry's. He's on me and Harry's fantasy team as one of our protectors. He, he doubled. He doubled, scored two runs, and he has five RBIs tonight. Has yep, we run. got him. We got Korea. We got the shortstop on the Astros, Korea. We're going we're oh, gonna to dominate this league for a couple of years. Yeah. Yep, we picked him up as a free agent. There you go. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Tate Headley now has 16 errors, JPJ. Who? They probably have 16 errors. So what? You know what's interesting about the Mariners? The Mariners have no offense whatsoever, but are blocking a certain form of pasta. Oh, my God. Not this Come again. on. Come on. Will you stop it? I, just wave just... the white flag. Oh, their, you, catcher, you, their starting catcher is hitting 170. Mike's the guy, you know, you're, the guy you're referring to is incapable of playing the catcher position. Oh, can, uh, I, can I comment on something else? Yeah. Dan Patrick, Dan Patrick said on Monday, we saw statistically, according to the various things, the two greatest pitching performances back-to-back in the history of Major League Baseball. Does anybody want to tell me what pitcher that was? Would that be Dollar Backs? Uh, no, I never heard of that guy. Dollar backs? 
chopped chopped walnuts seared <laughs> in in, in uh, beef. Yes. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be funny if Scherzer ended up going to the Hall of Fame after Derek's big outburst against him? I'll tell you what. I'm going to make you a pass. If Max Scherzer goes to the Hall of Fame, I'm flying home no matter where I live, and we're going to that ceremony. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'll make sure Derek is in the front row for that. <laughs> can he hold up a dollar max sign? Yes, of course he can. Uh, uh, I will wear a dollar back shirt. That you're going to make yourself? I will. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had shirts made up before. Why should I going to do it for that? Oh, I would kill to see Scherzer make the Hall of Fame. I really would. And win, like, three championships by, with the Nationals. By the way, you know what the hot topic is here? What? The Marcus Cousins to the Lakers? What? Oh, that's right. I like Have how you they heard think, about all that? I like how they think they can trade for DeMarcus Cousins and get and swap from down from like two to six. I know. That's well, my favorite part. Um, well, I want to say something. It's, yeah, it's been. I like how George Carl just takes over that job, and after like maybe like five games, he decides that he wants to trade DeMarcus Cousins. I mean. I mean, this is, you know, who, me, this is who he is, Derek. Let me ask you, though. Is, is he – is there something about this guy that's a red flag, though? Cousin? Because he's I, think he's over, a, I think he's overrated, case. yeah. Well, he shot – He had a, his shot total went way up last year. So he did have 24 game, but he shot 18 shots a game. Yeah, so, I mean, for uh, – the guy shoots like 48% from the field. Yeah, I mean, he's good. I, I he, think he's you know a good what he player. Is? I mean, you don't, you don't, machine. you don't get twenty four, and you don't get twenty four and twelve by accident. You don't. Well, I mean, he, he, he distributes the ball too, so like he has a stat. But I mean, he's 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 a here's the thing. It, it just comes down to one thing: is he a max player? No. Is he a guy you want to go to Francisco? I would say no. Here's what I here's what I say: if he was a if he was a white guy doing putting up the exact same numbers that he's putting up, don't you think there would be a lot more skepticism about whether he's a great player or not? Well, our host would love oh, him. Man. Kevin Love has Kevin, put, Kevin Love put up much better statistics than than Cousins ever has, and all yeah, we heard yes. all we heard about him was that he was a he was a stat patter. He wasn't as good as the stats showed. Why was he always on bad teams? <laughs> Cousins has been on worse teams, has worse stats, and yet he's the best center in basketball. Well, if you're asking Kentucky, me, so anything Kentucky now people love. If you're asking me if I had a choice between those two guys, I would take the Kevin Love guy from UCLA. Well, I I agree with you, but I I don't think that's what popular opinion has really been. No. I, I think Kevin Love's more of a winning Knicks, player. I hope the Knicks take Love. I mean, I hope the Lakers take this. I do. The Lakers I gutting their team for DeMarcus Cousins would be such a Lakers move. Like, it'd be about the most Lakers move that you can imagine. Well, you know, they've always been obsessed mm, with – Yeah, you know, what's the one thing they've always been obsessed with the center? Yep. He's not a Which, center. No, I know, but I, that's how they operate. He's I mean, not if you look really at their history – Kareem, Shaq, 
you know, yeah. Kareem, Shaq, Gasol, they always get yeah. the big guys. They, they're always obsessed with them. Dwight Howard. There aren't really and they a always lot have of such, They always have such weird catchphrases about stuff. Like, I remember when they were talking about trading for Howard and all the media in L.A. was saying they couldn't trade Bynum and Gasol for him because you don't trade 14 for 7. As if that yeah, means here's, anything. Yeah, here's the other funny thing. They're still bitter about that Chris Paul trade. They still think oh, the know. league is against the Lakers, which I find to be one of the funniest. Oh, that's right. They had that trade that, worked that's out, like, right? They, that's, like a, that's, like, that's like a Patriot fan saying the commissioner's out for them. No, let's call, it what it, let's, call, I, let's call it what it really is. A certain New York, a certain Knicks fan living in California who thinks that the league's against the Knicks. Uh, I didn't say that. You said it on multiple occasions. Um, I don't feel that way as much as I do about some other teams I root for. Wait, what do you what do you think? I mean, I, I think the Knicks have just been an abomination. I mean, they just need adequate management, and they'll they'll probably start winning a lot, a lot of games. Okay. They don't even well, need to have a great GM. That I agree with. You know, basketball. Let's be honest. I mean, if you look around the the landscape of basketball, besides LeBron going home to Cleveland because he's from there, who goes to those kind of cities? Oh, realistically, realistically, how often I mean, are teams remade by free agency? Period. Yeah, I mean, Sacramento's got this Cousins guy. Okay, let's say they nail another draft pick. You know, and people <laughs> probably leave. I mean, Minnesota, who, who are they kidding themselves? At least they have I mean, some pieces there. They have some young pieces that to develop. They have, they have pieces of chocolate truffle dangling off their backside. That's what they got. What? Oh, that that's just people. Uh, <laughs> as, as usual... You're on the heads. You bring it. You bring it. The rid. The rid. The rid. The rid. Are you gonna start <sighs> like? Are you gonna start like? Right, uh, so I heard this rumor that you're gonna like actually start leaving puzzles with clues and question marks. By the way, yeah. can I interject? I heard you say something. If the Knicks take Frank Kaminsky with the fourth pick, I will immediately retire as a Knicks fan that that night. I'll be finished. Done. Finished. That's it. Yep. Will, will you wear a brown bag at, at the next hockey at a club? Not that I don't. It's not that I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm against him as a player. If they take right. him at four, they need a heavy fan. To me, you no, can go down the nine and take him at four either. No, I take Justice Winslow. No. Yeah, I would take. You know, you think the Knicks are going to trade down? I think they want to. I don't know if they'll be able to. But why would they, you know, I don't know. What are they trying to get? A first rounder next year? Probably, yeah. That could make some sense because the Knicks almost have to go for it this year. They have to go for it. Guess what other team doesn't have their first round pick next year? Who? The Nets? The Lakers. The Lakers. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> Lakers are fucked. Yup. <laughs> So they, what did they, they give away their first round the pick for last year? They gave away their first round pick for get this, Steve Nash, 
Yep, they oh sure did. God. That's two first round picks they gave up for that guy. And the Suns yeah. never the Suns never make the playoffs. You know, I just realized something. What the Lakers did, it's the same thing that the Rangers did when they traded for Marty St. Louis, except at least in the Rangers' case they made the playoffs both times. And made the final. Yeah, they made the playoffs, I can't the, compare. First, they made the playoffs the first time with Nash. Let's be honest, the late first round picks in hockey are so. Kind of like a forty percent proposition, maybe thirty-five. I mean, I think that not... I think that Lakers that Lakers trade has the potential to go down as like maybe a top five worst trade in NBA history. Oh my god, <laughs> it could. it's bad. They're because they're bad. they're going I mean, to be bad next year. They're not get they're not I mean, getting a top level free agent. Yeah, I would. I'm willing to bet uh, anything that they're not getting. They're not getting anyone. They'll get somebody. I just don't know who. I, and I don't know who what they expect it to look like. Here, I'm calling it the best the Lakers could hope for is to get David Lee in a trade. That's the best player I think is going to be available to them. Let's, you know, David there's one Lee. thing I'm going to, I'm going to interject David Lee. to you, John. Okay, I I know since Doctor Bus died, they haven't been the same. Okay, but they did they did get Dwight Howard and they did trade for Chris Paul. So yes, they were still trying to. They were still getting some stuff done. Don't ask me how. They almost pulled it off. I think they're still going to find a way to get players. Look I at think the, LA look is at the a desirable of, look place. Look at the amount of talent that went to Orlando to get Dwight Howard. How much did they send? Dwight Howard was traded for that Vucevic guy, who's a borderline All Star. And mm, I believe multiple multiple first round draft picks. Mm, they that's give a up lot. lot. That's true, but they. But I'm just saying they still. This is the one thing I do actually stick up for the buses and the new ones, and I'll tell you what it is. If they, if they, if Dwight Howard stayed, and they were able to pull off that Chris Paul heist, the Lakers are one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, but that kind of relies on them getting hooked up in the original Gasol trade. No, no, I'm not not arguing that. No, my general point is is that people kill them here, but the thing of it is they, in a sense, had something set up to make it happen, but it just didn't work out. So now they're paying the price for it. I get what you're saying. It's just that simple. You know, I mean, they're having a down stretch. You know, it's amazing how amazingly comparable Kobe – and this Laker thing is the Jeter and the Yankees. It's almost like it's almost like the same thing. Well, Jeter didn't single. Jeter didn't single-handedly tank the Yankees. No, mm. but the thing of it is, he, he's batting second. You know, they couldn't move him out of that spot when they probably should have. And I love Jeter. I, I'm, you know, he's making a lot of money. He's he's the face of the franchise. He, he, it's not like I don't think I'm not saying he forced the Yankees. I just think it was you had both. Owners die at 80. You had their sons and siblings who were just not the same as their fathers. It's similar. So no. similar. It's unbelievable. Fathers? Very similar. The Lakers are run a lot different now. The Dr. Bus ran this thing a lot. This is night and day. Very similar to the Steinbergers. Yeah. Father. You're right. The, okay. guy, you know, the Lakers got hooked up a lot. But the guy, the guy was a good owner. He's an awesome owner. I can't take that away from him. But you know, I don't. But what are the Knicks going to do this year? I mean, what's the best attack for them? You know what bothers me? Like, I read. You know, I see all these like experts 
like this idiot, this goofball, Franco Solo. Like, and they're already like fantastic <laughs> after one year. I mean, one year. I mean, he can't. Oh, 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 John, listen, listen, listen. How about we wait to see what he does with the draft and what he does in the summer, who he can add before. John, where, where are we beating Derek over the head with this last year? Oh, this is how Derek. You're, you're this right is how about Derek, it. This is how Derek. This is how no, Derek's right. always felt. The stuff in the chat, which yeah. is the button push. And you're, and no, you're, you're right, right about you're, it. You're, right. Listen, we'll get away from that. But you're right. Listen, I, I think we we owe Phil a legit. Listen, they wiped it clean for the most part. But you know what's really bad about this Carmelo contract? Do you know the last season is a player option? Oh no, God. it's not. It's not that bad. They could trade it. They could oh, trade it if they really good. wanted to. Uh, yeah, well, the cap's going up at least, so that should help. They're they're fine. That contract's not going to hurt them at all. Yeah, I, I guess it really comes down to if Carmelo can just be a second or third option in a couple of years, and I think he could. They could win with him. So it's just he just can't be the guy. That's the bottom line. Uh, that's just awful. Who do you want there? Yeah. Who do I want? Yeah, I don't know. In the draft, what do you like, want? What do you want the Knicks to uh, do? Let's say it goes. Let's say it goes like this. Towns first. But what are the Lakers? You know, I'll tell you what. I think the Lakers might take D'Angelo Russell. Um, I have a feeling they worked them out twice. You know, you think Nate's so? going to go nuts if that happens? I think it's a good. I think it's the best pick they can make. Because you you, like you need you you need a, a hair parent for Kobe, and that's the kind of guy you want. That you know that would be to, a, that would be a nice move, actually, a nice little roll of the dice there. Because then, the, if the Lakers really wanted to get big, they could get him in the off season. Right now, they don't have to wait. There's there's no reason uh, to me. Uh-huh. If you have Randall, you put him with Okafor. I don't think that mixes. I don't see that mixing. I would take Or is that JPD's call? <laughs> um, that was the doorbell flex. Calm down. I thought that was maybe Domino's on the line. For, for it was Mario. Domino's. My pizza, my, my pizza took longer than ten minutes, so it's free. My, my truffles are ready. They were. Uh... I like how we get back off food even when we're not pu- pushing buttons. Oh man, man. Little man. Dan Wheeler just can't. Do you think does Dan Wheeler care about the draft? Yeah. Does he camp out? Does he care about the draft? I'm asking if he Which, cares. Does he Which care about draft? the draft? He's thinking about he's thinking about going to the NHL draft. But yes, he cares about the draft. No, about the basketball draft. <laughs> oh yeah, he's um, the basketball draft. Yeah, he is. He's Dan's into all the drafts. He's always into that. That's no doubt. But he, well, he doesn't really talk. He doesn't really talk to him about it. What do you What do you guys think? Well, because the chat the chat's been just nonsense for like two weeks, Derek. <laughs> what, what do you think of Greg Monroe for the Knicks? Everybody says everybody says they want him. It's just like I don't care. I like him. I like him. I think he's a good player. Uh, you know, but it makes sense to me. That's a move that makes sense to me. I mean, yeah. if you get him, I, see this. This is my dream scenario. 
then get Greg Monroe, you draft D'Angelo Russell somehow, and you get Carmelo, and you fill in the blanks and you start piecing that team together. I like the sound of that. Or Kevin Love, uh, if he decides not to go to Cleveland, which I don't think he will. I think he's going to stay there for one more year. Yeah, I think so. That makes the most sense for him. I'm glad to try to take a shot at the championships and play yourself into a well, better contract somewhere. Yeah, there's no reason for him to decide a max deal right now. I would have signed a max deal. No. They can wait another year. But he, uh, he does run I mean, a little bit of danger. Do you guys think he runs a danger? Let's say he's uh, comes back and his guys, numbers aren't anywhere near what they should be. Jack. Take it. Uh, the interrupted ninja has to. We do have another car, another guest. Uh, he is a former Disney employee with a new job somewhere in parts unknown. Congratulations to Mister Dan the Man, Dan Wheeler, who was decided to. It's also on. his birthday party. today. Happy birthday. birthday. That's right. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Me. 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 likes the Grateful Dead like I do. So that means he likes to smoke. So smoke screens all around, my friend. I'm 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 telling you right now I'm telling you right now, Stanley's gonna be the pick. He's gonna be the pick at number four. They're you know really what? gonna Let's take this him. interesting. Let's make this interesting then. I I I'm ready to roll the dice on this. All right. How can we make this interesting? I'll worship Goofy for two weeks. Um, (laughs) That's over. That era of Dan life. That era of Dan's life. Well, he's got a couple weeks left. I got to enjoy it. (laughs) We'll go. (laughs) We'll go. (laughs) But don't you worship him already? (laughs) Yes. I'm going there next week, by the way. Are you really? I'm going to downtown Disney. Well, I have visitors coming in. 
visitors, yeah. unnamed unnamed sources. No, my mom's coming for a week. Oh, so you should have just said unnamed sources. Come on. I like uh, unnamed sources. All right, what do you got, Brian? I don't know. I'll think about. I'll put it in the chat so we can liven it up again. Until Rob I decide Davis? to talk about strudel. Until I talk about I, strudel and strombolis. I'm actually, I'm actually fairly. Mike Lupica and Howard Cosell for the <laughs> Daily News. What's on your mind these days, Howard? Weighty things, Mike. Changing political currents, summit diplomacy. But most often, Howard. Baseball, Michael. The World Series looms. That means more fans turning to the Daily News. For great coverage and pretty good columns. You're too modest. There are great sports columns in the Daily News, only one of which is yours. The Daily News, your hometown paper. I don't know who queued up that. I don't know who queued that up, but that timing was freaking impeccable. I just. By the way, you. That was good. That was really well done. That was really well done. By the way, by the way, Lupica said something interesting. He says that Tiger Woods is scared to play golf, though. I doubt that. That he's scared. Hey Brian. No. Who do you who do you think the Knicks are gonna pick? Uh well, assuming that see this is my problem because I could see them taking Okafor. Because I I he won't make it there. Feeling, I have a not feeling the Lakers are not are, are gonna take D'Angelo Russell too. I feel it. I I really do. Do you really think the 76ers would pass on Okafor? Yeah, I do. Yes, they would. The Sixers. Why would, they, mean, why would they draft yeah. him? Oh, best, think, plus, yeah, sorry. Unless best somebody trades available. up to get him. Well, unless they Wait a minute. Could. Why, are we, why are we talking about Okafor being anything other than the number two pick in this draft? I think the Lakers could possibly take the Angelo Russell. I, I think it's possible. It's possible. Again, it could be a smokescreen, but I think they could. I think I think that's overthinking. I think Towns is going to go one, and well, the Okafor is going to go second. And from there is where the big mystery goes. And I think Philadelphia, despite what uh, Russell said uh, about not wanting to go to Philadelphia, well, what's he going to hey, do about it if he doesn't want to go there? I know. That's exactly. I'm just I'm just saying. Well, despite all that, uh, Philadelphia's going to pick on. who they feel is the best player on the board. I, I Can I interject a thought? Sure. Didn't uh, Mr. Loyalty Kobe Bryant force a trade out of Charlotte? What? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it could happen. Don't, don't, make me, don't make me play a clip of Kobe Bryant right now. Oh, God, please uh, don't do that. Uh, wait, right. it's it's only going to be thirty nine percent accurate. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, actually, this clip, this clip is actually a hundred percent accurate. So, yeah, I'm going to play you in all kinds of ways, John. Yep. Yeah, John. You you are looking live at Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's he's tempted fight. fate right now. He really is. He's tempted fate. 
So, so Dan, you really think there's you think there's no chance that that Okafor doesn't get picked second? I think that is about ninety five percent that it's going to be Jaleel Okafor second to the to the. I, I, I would I would kind of agree with Dan. I just I do think there's a chance. I would I would say I'll put seventy. How about that? Just to be fair. I think seventy. I, I, yeah, seventy. I think it's pretty. I, I think it probably will be, but I don't. It's just something in the back of my mind that tells me maybe the Lakers may have other thoughts, depending on who they may get at a big man, and if they really believe in Julius Randle. Hmm. I I don't know. I, I guess, mean, because you know, I don't know if him and Okafor are a good fit. But this doesn't, unless they have some other plans in mind. That that's the other. Thing I was thinking about. Well, if I were them, I would take Russell because they could find there's big men all. You could get big men this year in the off season. You could trade for big men. They could fix that problem, get the heir apparent to Kobe, and then start building around that for the future. That's what I would think. That's just me. But I could be wrong. But, but you know, you know what, man? Jaleel Okafor has an opportunity. In five years from now, to be one of the top two big men in the game, I really think really highly of him, and and that is exactly why you go and pick a big guy, just because there's so many of these other guards and uh, like point guards, and shooting guards that are going out there and making impact on your team that you can find those in space, but it's a lot tougher. To find a really talented big man like Jaleel Okafor or or uh, Tao. I True, but are... the league has become a lot about the guards. I mean, look look at the teams that made the finals this year. I mean, you didn't really have those dynamic big guys. Well, that's just hey, I, mean, I think JPG's right about something, though, Brian. He says that the NBA has changed, so that. It's not really a. It's not really a big man league anymore. I mean, well, I, like, but I but I do think Dan has a valid point. I think you can still win with big guys. I don't think it's impossible. Absolutely. It's just that, you, but you got to have the right guard. That that's how many of these big guys, right? How many of these I'm a big, big guys are really? That's what how many of these big guys are franchise centers? Like like a Patrick Ewing. Like, um, uh, no, there's no like Patrick Ewing. In this there's no. There's or no Patrick Ewing in this draft. See, that, that, there's no Alonzo on in this There's no Alonzo on. There's no Dwight. Yes, I said Dwight because he is still a franchise guy. Even though I read him. Did you hear that, guys? What? I could see Towns' upside being being like the best the best center in the league. Yeah, I could I'm, be. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying. Uh, as far as Okafor being a um, a uh, product now, I think, and, and this is not me comparing him to him, I'm just saying he's probably the best one I've seen since him. I think he's the best polished big man I've seen since Duncan. The best one I've seen is Jaleel Okafor. From an Okafor. offensive standpoint? From an offensive standpoint? From, from, I, an, I, overall, I, from an overall standpoint, he is a smart basketball player that has offensive moves and all that. The Lakers would be foolish because 
Brian, here's another thing to look at. In the large history of the Los Angeles Lakers, for the most of the championships, what, what has that team been built on? Big guys. Big guys. Mike and Kareem. Um, Will. Teams worthy. Jack. Big, big guys. I mean, I mean, it's, that problem y'all are just <laughs> talking about is because the talent hasn't been there. But I mm-hmm. have a feeling. I have a feeling that it is coming back, and it's coming back fierce, and it's going to be. You're going to start seeing a uh, different athlete. They're not going to be like the pillars of big like statues down there. These guys are going to be legitimate guys with size that can that can move like a four. Mm-hmm. So it's well, is that before yeah. though? I, I guess this is. I guess here's the thing. There's no one way to win. I mean, and that goes for any You're sport. Right. You don't. And I guess why I agree with you. I'm not saying I just I don't know. It's just I know that they've worked out this guy twice, Russell. I I just think the Lakers are giving it thought. That based on what I'm hearing out here, I I could again I do agree and probably will be Okafor, but I wouldn't be I would not be floored if they picked Russell. I just I really wouldn't. But but uh, uh, for for me, um, well, two things. Number one, Kobe is going to be preaching for Jaleel Okafor because he understands a big man. It's his only hope to get him um, into the playoffs, possibly some miracle. And and another yeah, thing but is, I I gotta tell you though, Dan, they better not be listening to him. Huh? They better not. If I'm the Lakers, if I'm running the I, show, I think the bloom. I think the bloom is off that rose. I, I don't think but anyone's I, I do got any illusions right. about he him. He is going to try to. Kobe is going to try to make an influence, and I get that. I do agree, but I would. But, but but the other part I was going to say was, I bet you if you polled every general manager in the NBA, and they were asked to assess. And look at the Lakers situation, knowing that probably this kid they're going to draft at number two is going to be their new face of the franchise after Kobe retires this coming season. The question asks, who out of those two guys do you see them see as a franchise top guy? And I'm telling you right now, Okafor is my answer. I like Russell. Uh, but I like Okafor a lot. I, I would agree and with I, that. And I, I, think and I, and I, I always believe also in in in. Uh, um, no, tell like, us what you think. Like, like, like in baseball, for instance, like you look at certain positions that you don't see like good like good power hitting out of, and. I I personally like going for top guys, like top power, like the top of the line guys in weak areas in the game, like catchers and second basemen. You don't find a lot of power out of those positions. So I I really hone in on like the top guys in those positions. My point in saying that 
is that in the NBA, y'all have said it, it is really a dying breed at this moment. And you can count on your uh, hands how many guys that you consider to be elite-level big men. There's not much. So to get somebody that I feel down the line is going to be part of that top five in his position, yeah, I'm going to go for it over a guy that, yeah, I could probably find him in that five-year time. I don't, let me, I don't let think me ask you guys something else sure. about Okafor. Uh-huh. Does the mixed bag of of results from Duke players in the draft scare you at all over the last no. 30, 25, 30 years? I, I, that I don't bothers me just a, a hair. I is don't he know a Duke? Why. Is he truly a Duke player, or is he just a top, a well, top high school true. guy? That gone guy. Uh, that's true. I, I mean, guess because since on. the rules changed, since the rules changed, I guess that you know might Wait, be different. Kerry Car- Irving was a Duke no, guy, wasn't he? He was, like, yeah. exactly. That's my point, exactly. I mean, <laughs> he got hurt. <laughs> he that just, that just makes my point stronger, I mean, Derek. That doesn't, it doesn't make it less of a... Yeah. I mean, I mean, come well, on. I mean, this whole thing... Yeah, I mean, you have all these labels. No, 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 no. They're going to turn into Danny Ferry. Oh, Pepper. Cherokee Park? What? Who is the next Cherokee Parks in this draft? Frank Kaminsky. Ooh. I yeah. used to think that Cherokee Park, like when yeah, he played for Duke, just... when Cherokee Parks played for Duke, right? I used to think that he tried to wear his hair like Christian Leibniz because he thought he was Christian Leibniz. By the way, did you hear this idiocy that they're making a movie out of Della Dova? What? Dude. Yes. What's it going to be called? You know, you know, one, one good game? <laughs> Yeah, who's the greatest Australian? Who's the greatest Australian player you ever saw, Derek? Let's see if he gets Andrew this. Gaze. Andrew yes. Gaze. Good job, far. buddy. On your game, Andrew Gaze. That's it. Better than, uh, better than the Australian that went number one overall in the draft. Andrew Gaze oh, would have been a Bogut? great prospect. Wait, who? Who's number one, Bogut? Yeah. Oh, that's Andrew. Well, no, Bogut. I just Andrew oh. Gaze is my guy. Andrew Gaze was awesome. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Bogut whistles. He's as good as Andrew Bogut. <laughs> oh, oh give like me a break. Man. Andrew Bogut, I forgot was, that Bogut was, a, was a legit player. Uh, the Andrew yeah. Bogut couldn't touch Andrew Gaze on his death day. Uh, nonsense. Andrew Bogut has now won more rings than uh, Patrick Ewing. Oh, That's get true. out of here. He was sitting and on Dwight the bench riding the pie. Howard. We'll be fair. He was riding the pie watching, watching Seth Curry. That's the kind of stuff you admire, though. It's like it's uh, like Stefan Marbury winning in China or something like that. Yeah. Can we uh, can we be honest? I still think Stefan Marbury got a competition in China is probably not even as good as a D two in the US. It's probably <laughs> but you know. Uh, uh, what do you want me to say? I want you and I want you and, and Jeff Van Gundy to stop acting like crazies. There's a certain uh there's a certain that's not top, There's a certain elite pitcher that's uh, that's pitching a really great game tonight for for a team right now. Yeah, I have no Ooh. idea. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. So can you just tell us? Uh oh, Bob Gardner. Bob Gardner has 13 strikeouts through seven innings for the Giants. I guess. So are they going to win? Are they going to win 87 games this year? Uh, they might. 
They just might, and then they might win the championship it's, again. Oh, that's a, that's a lock. If they win 87, they've earned it. <laughs> I, I love, I love how, I love how that grates you. That because a team wins 87 games, that they they don't deserve it. They're they're undeserving. They don't. Nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and oh, seven. Oh, Derek doesn't care <laughs> hey, about that stuff. How many Derek wins? Agrees. How many wins did the Cardinals have in 2006 when they when they beat the Mets? Do you think I'm calling? Do you think I'm calling that a legitimate championship? I'm confused. Wait. <laughs> so it's not a legitimate championship that your Tigers like got destroyed by the Cardinals. Oh my God, my Tigers! Because I said it was obnoxious that you that you were claiming that they were less impressive than Royal Crown. No, I actually. Did you see the cards? I, I sent you those pictures of like the Tigers there. Did you like that picture I sent yesterday? What team? Oh, what boy. team had the second at the time that they won the World Series? What team had the second lowest win total to win a World Series in the history of baseball? Giants. The second. No, this is longer back. Yeah, uh-huh. they only had eighty-seven, so, if I remember correctly. I think that might the team be the that Minnesota they beat. Twins. No, no, that that was the lowest. They had eighty-four. There was okay. a team that beat this team who had ninety-five wins. I'll give the you New a York hint. Yankees. The, the New York Yankees. Yes. It's a trick question. Yes. So that's right. Yes, that's right. it is. When they beat yeah. the 95-win Mets. 95-win Mets team. 2000. The Yankees 2000. had 87 wins, and they beat them in five games. Yep. Oh, yeah. that, must have been, that must have infuriated the, the Flushing faithful. Yeah. Well, I always yeah, like to bring that Flushing. up to the Mets fan because – well, remember, they were supposed to win in five games, according to Benny Agmani. So, I mean – <laughs> oh really? <laughs> you, don't you remember that? She was Derek. I mean, come on. You know, there's a lot of bad stuff going on at Flushing right now. The New York Metropolitan walked to the Milwaukee Brewers tonight. Oh jeez. What have we got to get them going their on season, the Mets? Their season is hanging in the balance. So all those like managers are have Terry Collins fired. And they're replacing him with drunken Wally Backman, who might beat up like all the players if he gets hired. Uh, I really have nothing to add to this conversation. Why are we talking you about don't. the Mets? I, I don't know. But I just thought it was. I don't want. I, it's, you could blame me for that one, John. I I brought up the Mets. Dancing right, Larry. <laughs> Dancing Larry. Homo Granny. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't know what I wish for. By the way, will, will the Rangers will will the Rangers hang a banner almost Eastern Conference next year? Or is that, you know, like the, uh, they should <laughs> hang a banner that says, "Let's say they're almost Stanley Cup champion." After you said you would win all sorts of championships if you had their money. Retire Ben Bishop's jersey at the Garden. I wish there was a way that they could keep Cam Talbot and Fred Lawquist. Mm, oh, by the way, Scott, I, Scott Mackey sent me something. This guy posts a Facebook Ranger fan here. Is there any way that the Rangers could trade Cam Talbot to Edmonton to get the number one pick in the draft? <laughs> Yeah, maybe if you got maybe if you got the oil struck. They up. couldn't. 
they couldn't trade the entire franchise for that number one pick right now. I would trade Lundqvist <laughs> for that pick. Derek, I wouldn't trade a hundred Lundqvist for that pick. Oh my God! I wouldn't uh, trade a hundred Lundqvist. No, it was worth a try. I wouldn't trade a hundred Lundqvist for the second pick either. It was worth a try. I just figured I would try. <sighs> Cam Tabbitt is coming to Buffalo now, so you better get ready. I gotta ask a question. How come every photo that that every photo that I see of Chris Boisseau, it looks like he's like like completely stoned? And he's wearing a devil shirt. And he's wearing a devil shirt in Vegas, which I love the best. (laughs) Yeah, but he looks like he he looks like he looks like he's completely the man's in love. The man's in love. He just got engaged. I, I just, I just hope, I just hope he's not wasted when he goes out the aisle. <laughs> well, he could. It's very possible he could be. I mean, he, he could have had a lot of pleasure. I mean, there, there is no question there. <laughs> so another he has an obsession with that cider. <laughs> Dude, when we do you remember? You remember that time I went to the desert to see Wassel and we did that show? Oh my God. That's so you remember, that's me so and Wassel, we we pasted off a bunch of that a bunch of that cider. We passed out. <laughs> that was one of the best shows of all time. <laughs> that was a great show. It was it was that great. Was that was a fun day. It was a fun show. day. It really was. Oh my god! I drove out to the desert. It was it was like a hundred and fifteen, a hundred and four. So hot, dude. Oh my goodness. Wait, I just think it's there, funny that. I just think it's funny that Derek, of all people, is the one that's doing the judging of what Wassel looks like he's drunk. Or I know, I do, Derek. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Because <laughs> it, it you're just paying fucking way. Oh, Derek is now Mr. Morals. Ah, Mr. Wheeler. That's me. Yeah. Me, me, me. With all that. about me. Me, me, me. It's all about Happy. me. How are you going to celebrate your 30th birthday, man? Well, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to John's favorite place. Gosh. <laughs> I'm going to go to John's favorite place. I can see how this well, is going to work out. Are you really going there? Yes, we're going. My sister's done with her work day at three, I believe. I'm going to spend the morning with Dad, um, and then afterwards when, when we're, we're going to go happening? to Disney. What? You going to the Diz? Nobody beats the Diz. Nobody beats the Diz. Oh. <laughs> No, my friends threw me my party on Saturday. That was fun, and I, and I and I, I had a lot to drink. I had a lot to drink that night, and I even and you were you left the room, Derek. So I was I was still drunk, and I went to the chat room and I came the Derek Jewix. You did. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> plum, plum, plum sauce over salad with beef stroganoff on the side. Oh, oh. give me that stroganoff. <laughs> Strog- oh, yeah. <laughs> I want a rematch. <laughs> what? 
Vegetable medley. Vegetable medley with a prime cut filet steak. Nice. With bacon. There you go. Interesting. Very nice, man. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah. Climb up the top ropes. Here we go. And I'm going to misbehave. Oh, yeah. going to dig it up. And I'm going to have sex with her dead body. Yeah. Oh, boy. Let me tell oh. you something about Let me tell you something about dead really body. Smack that ass. <laughs> you know, I'm the Magadweem, and I just recently went up to this heaven. The pearly gates out in the skies. Like, ooh, look at that beard on that Mac Daddy right there. Are you going to let me in no pearly gates, boy? And... He was like, "Damn boy, we're gonna get you on there. You're just gonna have to, you're just gonna have to get that Derek Fields over there and give him the mightiest of bionic elbows down back to the world, so he don't he he lives up in the clouds, boy. You see, he thinks that if he lives up in the clouds, that the world is gonna be just like what the clouds are gonna be. But when I give him that bionic elbow, Mac Daddy, I send his ass down to the real world where he really deserves to wheel." <laughs> Mm, wow. man. I really There's don't know nothing like conversation. Dusty Rhodes, man. Dusty Rhodes, Americana. Just your feel me, brother. <laughs> well, let me let me just let me just say, Dusty's going to be a regular part of shows. I, I actually am excited I couldn't about see the, that. Hold on, I couldn't see. I can't find the security guard. I walked and I went past him. He's hurt. Yeah, he is. I hear Jennifer in the background. What do we do? I don't know. Jen, hi. Can we call security? Hey. So we got this bird on our step. You do? We got a bird. Yeah, and I think he's hurt. Maybe we should call security. Oh, no. Can we call him? What kind of bird is it? It's just a bird. Is it a mockingbird? Look at the Scherzer. What's that? <laughs> the what? Scherzer. Yeah, I'm going to call. All right, guys, I'm going to make a phone call. Okay. All right. I shall return. Talk to you later. All right. See ya. Um, so, so um, Derek, I, I've heard about this breed called the Scherzer. You know, they're an interesting birds. They really fly really well, yet certain people underestimate them and say that other um, birds are better and that they wouldn't fit in their flock. I think it's time for me to set the facts straight. The whole reason and the only reason I was against Sonic Max Scherzer was because, because it was going to be too many years and it was going to cost too much money. And, and they were never going to do that. So there's mm. not even a point to debating Mr. Scherzer not being a Yankee. So if they didn't give the money that they gave to Ellsbury last year, I think that he'd probably be a Yankee. But that's that's uh, off for another day. Well, it's a lot different JPG? than what you've been saying. Yep, there he is. What would you just say? Uh, that's a lot different than what you had been saying. No, of course. Because what I what I like to say is, uh, 
these dollar backs. So he got the back steal. Well, 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 now after he threw that uh, no-hitter that you say this shit. Well, that's how I felt all along. You know, it doesn't change anything. You know, like, this was really going to change your opinion of what I thought originally. Really? Really? Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, what, 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 what did you expect me to say? He is a great pitcher. Not, not denying that. But it's not gonna it's not gonna change the fact that you're picking Stanley number four. If they pick Stanley number four, they need their head examined. There's there's gonna be a I few shockers. There is there's some there's there's so many people that want to trade back in this draft. Yeah. That there's not gonna be a lot of trade backs. But Somebody in the top ten will trade back, and I think Boston is going to be desperate enough to make that deal. You think so? Boston really wants one of two players. Collie Stein, mm-hmm. or okay. who I think they are going to target is Miles Turner. Those would be good fits. Charlotte Charlotte is going to target R.J. Hunter. That's who the the Hornets really want. And if they don't trade back, I believe they'll pick him at nine. What do you think about... Like, it's so easy, like, to analyze, like, what's going to happen in the top ten. But which guys are going to be, like, the steals of this draft? You know, which guys will drop to, like, late first round, early second round that uh, that will turn out to be steals, quote-unquote? Any guys like that that we should uh, look at? Hmm. Well, I will tell you this. Collie Stein will drop. Because of entry issues, he won't drop that to that limb. But somebody is going to eventually get him, and he's going to be a steal at that pick. Yeah, but do you uh, consider him a steal if he goes in the top ten or top fifteen? Yeah. If he if, if he falls in the um, because I consider him a top five player if he's healthy. He's a, okay. Oh, he's so, great defensively. All right. Very tossed. I'm talking uh, about... I'm talking about maybe like a... Uh, oh, maybe like a Jerry and Grant from Notre Dame. Got like that. I think yeah, the I think has a chance of potential to be pretty good at the next level. Uh, got like that uh, to be pretty good. Tell you, boy. Huh? Kelly Oubre, um, he's a six-seven forward from Kansas. He's a really good shooter. He'll have some value okay. in the league. Yeah. Um, Tyus yeah. Jones, I think he'll end up having yeah. um, some Another good. Another one of those uh, guards that JPG lost. 
Oh, yeah. It's all about the cards. It is all about the cards. Let's see who else. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Rocky Christmas from uh, Syracuse? I think he'll be a second-round guy still. Yeah, he, he might, is a he might be serviceable, but yeah. I don't expect much from him. Um, yeah. I, 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 I got one for you. And only because um, he rebounds amazing for his uh, position. And as J.P. Tokido from North Carolina. Really? Tokido will find his niche in the league. And and I think he'll end up being a serviceable uh, role player because he plays pretty okay defense, and um, he rebounds. He's the best rebounder I've seen in his position in a while. Yeah, he's projected as a late second round, actually, at the middle of the second round. That's, that's where they project him. Tokido will be a second-round pick, but I, yes. you asked me the question, who do I think will be surprises? Yes. I'm stating that, uh, that giant game. Uh, the Padres did tie the game with uh, a double from from uh, Will Venable, with Bob Garter with one out in the eighth inning, a two-run double. Uh, Bob Garter is out of the game. He struck out 14 batters, but he, he leaves the game tied up. So that's, that's where you are with that game. 14 strikeouts, but out of the Oh, uh, one, more, one more name. Okay. Um, I like Justin Anderson from Virginia. I think he'll find uh, a good niche in the league. Also, he's he was a tough player in Virginia. They had some, but yeah, they, well, their both their guards were pretty good actually. But they they were good strong defensive players. You know, they they had a lot of good defensive guys on that roster. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, the only question I mean, is offense. Anderson was one of their best players throughout the year, if not their yeah. best. Yeah. But he he'll probably go late uh first. That's what they have here. They say that he might go they have him projected to go twenty seventh to the Lakers. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. So you have you have that. You have him out there. Um how about any thoughts about uh the kid from Louisville, Matras Harrell? I mean, will he be a pro- more of a project? I mean he's only got the physical tools. I don't know if he'll be consistent at the next level, but he is a monster that, that is projected to be in the middle of the first round for Louisville. I just don't think the upside's so great on him. But what do you think? What a, do you think he's missing as a player? Uh, I don't know. I, I just don't see he has elite uh, levels. In a lot of anything, so I think I think that he's kind of limited in what he can do. I don't see him as an elite in any one thing, so that'll be a problem. He's going to have to work really hard to make some teams in the future. 
but I think he has the potential to be a good shot blocker. But because uh, but, I, I like his athleticism, I've seen him. Uh, I've seen him do some uh, pretty good things defensively. Fire, I mean, I mean uh, his best his best asset there is to see rebounds. And yes, he does. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a loss for him in the league, and a lot of a lot of teams draft on that. So um, uh, somebody in the later rounds will probably a uh, mid to late round. Will, uh, I mean, a team that's looking. I mean, cause, for the guy. Interestingly enough, his best fit, if he won't get to that one, is the bottom of the draft. I think Golden State could use a guy like him. I mean, I don't think it's bad to have a player like that on your roster anyway, because uh, you know, the guy—I'm sure the guy will provide a lot of energy, and if he develops, he could turn into a solid role player. They just—they just are not getting a lot of—they did not get barely any production from their big guys, and that's a problem. They gotta fix that. Like. And uh, they'll probably trade David Lee. I personally hope Charlotte gets in on that one and sends Jefferson for him because a lot of idiots consider Jefferson a um, better player when really he's not David a very Lee. Huh? Uh, they're all well, different well, players. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, but what I like about Lee is that because with Jefferson, he's not really a great athletic guy. He's well, he's more versatile. He's versatile. Uh, I I just I disagree on Jefferson. I don't I don't think that you could put because what I really want them to do because I re- I really want to I really am putting emphasis on. Um, like wins against replacement and a bunch of mm-hmm. other advanced stats. And there's certain players on the Hornets team that are not getting minutes that are are way up there. I want uh, I'm wanting them to start Bismack Yambo next year, but they're not going to do that as long as Al Jefferson. What's the deal with him? Is team. he ever gonna like? Uh, you think that whole proof out of way, or what's the deal with Yambo? Because, like, I, I follow him, but, you know, is this guy ever going to, like, develop? Well, yeah, he's, he's played some good. He started playing a little bit uh, this yeah. year, but his numbers are, when he's playing, is pretty outstanding. I mean, for the, for, the amount, for the amount of time he's playing, pretty outstanding. He's, um... Uh, let me see if I can pull it up exactly. Um, uh, stats. Come on. I want to look it up. Uh, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Biombo's playing a little under 20 minutes, and he's averaging almost seven rebounds. And well, I know he won't block shots. I know that. I mean, he's, uh, he's got, you know, started things that he does well. His field, his field goal percentage is 54%. So, and, that, and, that's, and that's really because Charlotte, Charlotte says they need shooters, and yes, they do. 
But Charlotte, the best bet to help with uh, with their shooting and their at the game, and how they play is to get more offensive efficiency. Because if they if they get a bunch of more guys that shoot up in the high forty to fifty percent from the field, then your efficiency um, in each possession goes up. What so, did you think of? Uh, by the way, what did you think of training Lance Stevenson for the two guys that you got back? Uh, Lance Stevenson did not fit with the Hornets. He's a head case at Barnes toughness, and Spencer Falls was extremely underused. So both of these guys will be valuable guys coming off the bench. Uh, you know what's funny? It's like uh, the big guys that you got back. Is a guy that I the guy that I like, and he didn't even call? play. Yeah, he didn't even play on the Clippers, which I couldn't really understand. Well, don't worry, Charlotte. Charlotte's going to get good production from him on the second lineup, and really, that's yeah, I, that, that's what helped Charlotte. Is that they got two guys that can go on that second lineup and uh, really produce and provide. And you look at the Hornets lineup across the board. Young, 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 young. A bunch of young players. Now they got a couple veterans that can come in and have some experience and help elevate the team. So all they need to do is do some fine tuning with their uh, offense, offense efficiency, and bring in and starting guys that are more efficient shooters. And like that's why I like Lee is because he's a very efficient shooter when he's in, and he's a legit. He's a four. He's not. I a, like David Lee yeah. also. So I've always been a fan of his. Yeah. He's very versatile. Uh, he, uh, you know, he can finish with either hand and, you know, distributes the ball, rebounds. So, yeah, he's still. So I mean, he just needs a change of shooter. I'm, I'm in agreement about that. Well, I just, I don't know. I just, um. I like Lee a lot more on the offensive efficiency purpose. It's just like sure. you start, it's just like you mm-hmm. make that trade and you start Biombo and you start Kid Gilchrist and you start David Lee. Those three, three guys are highly efficient offensive players that have high shooting percentages and um, just good good numbers overall for what they've been playing. And if they play a little bit more, I mean, things could really change on um, that one. But then from that point, they really need to go get a star. So that's what makes this a little difficult is because one of my favorite players in this draft is uh, Justice Winslow. And I I think he's going to... I think Justice Winslow is going to be a very good player, even a fringe star, and um, and uh, I think I, that's what makes it difficult because I think he's going to fall um, a little bit because there's other names that are coming up in the draft, not because of him, but for weird other yeah, I circumstances. Think, like, me and you agree. I think whoever gets them, they're going to get a guy who will get better. And especially with that wingspan and that athleticism, uh, I think if he can 
you know, get a little better on on the shot, on the shot about that. Boy, I think he has a chance to see something special. Uh, I'm a big fan of that guy. Uh, certainly, I like this potential. What I would really like to do is, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I, I know it's not going to happen, but I was kind of hoping somebody, because, uh, like, I think Sacramento is shopping their pick or, or it wants to. So, and uh, I basically want to get Al Jefferson out. So You really want to get him out of there. <laughs> I I think he's a really inefficient offensive player, and I think that's why we were. Um, I mean, he had a really good year when he first came in, but this last one was horrendous. Well, I just think that when they side though, like like he, he he's good, he's good, and like, but he's not like that. He's not great. Or he's not a great player. You know, he's not one of, not a guy that I could carry your team or your franchise. You know? So, and there, I mean, there, there really are only a handful of guys that do that. You know, as uh, we're wrapping up the live portion of the show, uh, we're about to go into overtime. So if Brian does want to call back, uh, you can call. You can actually conference through one of us and get back to us if he makes it back. That's that's if they figure out the, how to help the bird in the Santa Barbara household. <laughs> um, JPG, what do you think of Al Jefferson? Uh, I'm not a big fan either. You aren't. You aren't. Uh, yep. Thank you to the people who tuned into the show, the few people that you are. Uh, you know, I think you need your heads examined, but thank you anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're in overtime now. Um, uh, I, yeah, I thought Al Jefferson could be better, but I was wrong about that. I'll admit that I was wrong. Remember, he was the centerpiece in the trade for Garnett. Back when the Celtics uh, built their championship team. Uh, he was the centerpiece in that move. So, so I kind of wish he'd be the centerpiece for getting the hell out of Charlotte. What is his contract? How much is left on that contract? Oh, it's a one-year deal. It's a one-year deal. He's actually an attractive trade partner with Golden State because number one, they they, they shed two about two million this year. They wouldn't have to pay. I mean. I mean, on on the deal at the moment, if it didn't work out in the one year, they could just move on from there, and they'll shed fifteen million the following year. So you're hoping for like a maybe like a well, he signs, he upgraded, you know, he decides to come back. Maybe they trade. So, but uh, what's not? I mean, you can't do a side of trade. I know That's Golden State is Golden State's going to make a deal for. Or, or, or they're going to make some moves to get a um, some hmm. some presence and some scoring presence down low because they're getting nothing from that position. My question. The, I say God, my so, question. Oh, like he put up some pretty 
big numbers with some T-Wolves. Not unlike Kevin Love, but then he went to Utah. He was a good player there. And then he goes to Charlotte. Because this guy just, just, I guess he's just more of a second option. Maybe like a two-tier player, tier two. Well, at this at this point, what I'm looking at now, if I would I would hope that Rich Cho was looking into this, our general manager, was is the offensive efficiency numbers. I think if if we if when you have a team that's not scoring a lot, you need the your your quick fix is to get guys that are efficient shooters on the floor. Is there any uh, is there any um, update on PJ Harrison uh, if he'll be more of a rotation player next year? Well, he's going to have to be because they're not getting any shooting. He might. He might lose yeah, his job. He might lose his spot if they take R.J. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. They made, that was a trade, too, wasn't it, when they drafted him? That was like a gamble. Like a draft day trade, I think. Pretty well, they, they, moved, they moved back with the yes. Heat, and the Heat went yes, up and got right. uh, Shabazz Napier. Shabazz Napier. Who I wanted Charles yes. to have. Yeah. But... That's, that probably worked out for the best there. And they, they gained another pick in return for that. So it wasn't so bad. So I don't know. What about, uh, sorry, what about Pemba? What's the, what's the story with Pemba? I just, I wish they'd get him out of there. Yeah. Hampton Jefferson can go. Yeah, he didn't have a good shooting season. I'm looking at his stats right now. He also missed a bunch of games. Yeah. He's never really been a great shooter. I'm surprised by that. Mm. thought he'd be a little better. He's a volume shooter, Derek. That's what all the volume shooters do. They shoot at high numbers, and they barely make anything. Yeah, but they score. True. But they, they score. They score like thirty points because they shoot it forty times. Like like the three point percentage for his career is is decent, thirty one point eight. It's not bad from three, but the field goal percentage overall is not good. Not really, that leads yeah. right to the theory that JPG was right about Kemba. Kemba? Yeah, your cap. Yeah, it's, Kemba. It's just the one thing a, Kemba does have, and I'm sure you could could agree with this. Uh, He's a he's a he is a guy that could actually make shots in in the closing moments of games uh, that we have seen. So. But true, you know, yeah. I mean, he he does that. He can do that. Um, Kid Gilchrist is that going to continue yeah. to get better? Oh yeah, I was I was actually talking with John about this, and whenever he. Was talking about get kid, kid, kid Gilchrist. He had a lot of. Uh, he, he said he had a really good year. I looked at the stats. I was like, Yeah, he actually put up some 
really good stats. I think he's going to get uh, better. Uh, but as far as like finding a point guard that I wish um, they could go after, um, I mean, I, I wish they could aim for somebody more like Ty Lawson, but that's not going to happen. But um, yeah, he, he shoots. He shoots a lot better from uh, a little better from the field. But that, that's at the end, of course. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm looking at. Is well, Biombo is showing in stats that his offensive efficiency numbers are high. If they can go get somebody like David Lee, his numbers are high in offensive efficiency. Get Kid Gilchrist, he has high offensive efficiency. They go draft a guy like a good shooter like R.J. Hunter. He has pretty good offensive efficiency. He's the best shooter, I believe, in this draft. Um, I don't know. It's just the draft will be interesting for Charlotte. They'll be one of the bigger stories in the draft. Um, And Keep an eye out for Boston because they are desperate to move to the top ten. Hmm. You seem to have it all mapped out, Wheeler. The PLO draft expert. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm no expert. Knowing what I'm saying right now could change at that night, obviously. I just I just going on certain things I've read and hopefully um, I don't I mean really legitimately I want Charlotte to make that move with Boston and take their 16th and 28th and get themselves two pretty okay players. I mean you need like. Uh... You need a headliner on your roster. Yeah, that would help. I don't know how you do that, though. I don't know how you go about doing that. You know, like, but then again, like, the Knicks have Carmelo Anthony. He's not really, he's not a, like, oh, they'll put up points and rebounds, but he just doesn't make players around him better when they're stuck with him. That doesn't look too good right now. Ah, I think they'll be okay. What's the, what is the strategy for the Phil? Strategy for Phil. Uh, same as everyone, just accumulate assets and hope you end up landing a star player. Like a Greg Monroe? Ah, I don't know that I'd call him a star player, but he's not a star player. A good player. He's just like you know what Al Berg, you know what Bergman role is. He's Al Jefferson, and people think he's going to be like this great player. But eh, I mean, come on. I mean, Bergman role is a better rebounder. Uh, you know, I like him as a player, but like, what are they going to do? They're going to give him a contract, sign him. I mean, ugh. what are they going to pay him? How much? How much better are they going to pay? Because uh, what are they going to be expensive? Yeah, they'll overpay for him. <laughs> I mean, he's good. He's a good player. 
Uh, I don't know, man. Hey, I see. The, oh, here's some news. Julius Randle says he's 100% ready to come back now to the Lakers. Well, that's good news for them. That's true. And and that's another thing why you um, pick Okafor is because those two together will, will really be good. They'll work really well together. If Julius Randle comes back, yeah. And he comes back and becomes the player that I think he can become. I definitely would agree with that. Um, Ilya Silva is now a piston. <laughs> we got Ilya Silva. Interesting. Ilya Silva was like he was good for Milwaukee that one year, but like he's never really been like a in a starting role since. You know, they got him for Karen Butler and Sean Williams. Seems like a pretty good trade to me. I don't know. Ilya mm. is going to replace Monroe. That's interesting. Mm. Mm. Have to be a little more consistent. But like he's he's more versatile. So it should be interesting. See how he does. How he can perform. You know who's not going to have a draft this year? There will be no draft party for the what? Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets will not draft have a draft party. A draft party. The draft fairy nails? Oh, you come on! Oh, Jesus! Man. Man, make a fun of me. It's like, make a fun of yourself. Did you see that uh, Brady appealed his four-game suspension? Really? Oh, the poor little Brady. Poor Brady. You know, they're still going to win that division. They'll still wind up winning that division. Watch. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not convinced. You know, I'm not convinced that the Bills or the Jets or the Dolphins are ready to take over that division. I mean, those teams don't really have quarterbacks. None of them really have quarterbacks. So, like, it's like, how do you expect? Like, you have good defenses, but and there are good parts in those teams. But do you really think those teams are better than the Patriots? I don't think so. Uh, are are you ready, Stanley, son? If Stanley comes to the Knicks, I'll be excited. But but I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I would. I don't think I would draft him that high. Stanley to the Knicks? What? Yearn oh. for Stanley? This, you know, when you guys do this Stanley thing. It's like, I, I, it's so funny. Because every time you said Stanley, all I could think about was the Rangers. Because the Rangers were doing their drive. You know, it was the Rangers, you know, going, trying to try to get to the cup. And then the Tampa Bay Lightning got in their way. And they knocked them off. You're damn oh, right man. the Lightning got in your way. What if I told you I think the Lightning are going to win the whole thing next year? I believe it. 
Yeah, I think they I think they just might. <laughs> Which uh, they're getting their whole they're getting their whole team back. They better go and win it because Steph calls who knows what's gonna happen with Steph calls next year. Yeah. Wow. Do what about Famcos? Steph calls could be a free agent next summer. Derek, they're locking them up this off season. Just put that to a rest. But you think you definitely think Kobe resigns, right? Oh, he's the franchise, Derek. He's going to get he's going to get signed. The Lightning have even said that Steven Stamkos' extension is our number one priority. It better be. It's a better example of it. Hey, uh, you said he was the franchise. That's what a Steven Stamkos Shane Douglas. Since he listened uh, to Deep Purple. <laughs> God, that's when wrestling was good. Yeah. Uh, you still watch wrestling? Of course I do. What, 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 I what, what's, the last thing, what's the last thing that you watched? Oh, Raw. It was horrible. This, this it was time. horrible, right? But they do the same redundant thing that they've been doing. Mm-hmm. I was reading like that they're gonna they're gonna realign the uh, they're gonna realign um, what the fuck's it called the I'm drawing a blank here. You know the divisions? Huh? Are they realigning no. the divisions? No, 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 no. Realigning no wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. I'm talking about wrestling. That they're going, that, you know, they broke Brock Lesnar back. And that, um, what's its face? You know, Roman Reigns, um, Ambrose, and uh, Rollins. Rollins are going to reunite. That's what's supposed to happen. That they're going to they're gonna be back together again. They're putting that the would make sense. Together. Yeah, everybody thought Roman Reigns was going to go heel, but I guess that's not happening yet. Hey, Derek, it's funny you were talking about Stamkos. There was this article from Bolts by the Bay that was talking about how he's under contract in 2016, but if they can't resign him before the season starts, he could serve as an unneeded distraction. An unneeded distraction. No, it, it could serve as an unneeded distraction. Oh yeah, because, oh yeah, of course, of course. Because like, you don't want to. You know what that would be like? It'd be like when Luckless and the Rangers were talking contract and they were wondering if it was going to get done, and then they wound up caving and giving them all that money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know what eventually happens is the two sides get together. They have her out a monster contract and sign it in like in January, probably, or maybe even earlier than that, December. Uh, that's what that's what usually happens. Speaking of what, Santos uh, uh, will most definitely uh, be the pick. Are you most? Sorry, will most definitely be resigned to a big deal this off season by the Lightning. It'll it'll get done. I'm not even worried about it. 
Okay. He's our most um, important player. He is our franchise player. There has been many games where stuff that he's done has changed the course of the Lightning season, and 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 at, and at that particular game too. So he has grown to be an amazing leader. Yeah. So now they're going to three, they're going to have three on three overtime after after five. They're going to do three on three overtime now. Huh. They're not doing any four on four at all. That's stupid. Wow. Did you hear about this? About what? So there's not going to be four and four anymore. In overtime. There's not going to be what? They're they're going from four and four to three on three. The league. The hockey. The hockey. Why are they going hey, three hey. on three? I have no idea. Huh. So it's, it's so all of a sudden it's going to turn from five to five to three to three. No, it's going to yeah, it's going to go from five on five to three on three. Oh. That's weird. I'm linking, I'm linking you the article. They voted on that it. That doesn't make any sense. How, no, how it do makes no sense. That? Like, you should have four on four, and then you could do the three on three, and then that's it. What would, I mean, the only thing that would make sense of that is if they turned hockey into a four on four game, and yeah, then they like, would. They 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 think that having three on three will make it easier to decide games than having them go to shootouts. But three on three, I mean, uh, God uh, damn it, Gary Bettman, stop, Gary Bettman. What's this? Ben Bishop had four batting practice home runs before the race game. Oh shit! Bishop. It was oh, Bishop man. on a permanent. Was he on a Kevin Love deaf? Um, um, what should I call it? A uh, a death vacation. Uh, what was the question? Do what? Well, what did you ask? Is he going to be on it? Is he on a death vacation like Dev, uh, Kevin Love? Oh yeah. Well, that this one looks pretty good for a guy that that you know got got hurt. Yeah. He he got a couple home runs today. A couple home runs. That's interesting. So, so there we go. No longer four on four overtime. It's three on three. Uh, I don't so, like it. So wait a minute. So what the hell happens if it's a shorthanded situation? Is it going to be three against one? I have to read more on this because it doesn't make any sense. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misreading it. I don't understand. Like, no, it's yeah. it's not super tough. To, uh, Let's see here. Once, 
No, you're yeah. right. No, you're, you're right on it. It's just, I just trying to think, well, what, hap- what happens in that scenario that there's uh, a, like a, uh, uh, excuse me, like if a team committed two penalties, would it be a, uh, and, and a sequence of time, would it be a three-on-one? Are you shitting me? <clears throat> I don't understand how you could have three on three. And then, and then, and it, it's funny you'll you'll like this one. The Devils GM is like, I think the whole thing is trying to lessen the number of shootouts, even though they are exciting. <laughs> they love Devils. Only the NHL could like. Like uh, do this, you know. Gary um, Bettman's devil. But, but this is really coming from GMs. The GMs are the ones who are proposing these rule changes. So, Hi everybody, I'm Gary Bettman. Hey. <laughs> um. Oh, you know, like they got the you know you got the NHL draft on Friday with uh, Nick David and and uh, Eichel. <laughs> Um, but like, like that's actually going to be the draft because like there's other good players in the draft. Uh, it's not just like, yeah, I mean those are the two headliners, but there is talent in the draft. So, so like, um, after after that weekend, right? Um, they're going to make the Hall of Fame announcement. So which players are going to make the Hockey Hall of Fame? Which is always interesting. Uh, that should be good. That should be pretty good. Uh, yeah, oh. man. I think, uh, you know, we're going to do another show probably tomorrow, I'm thinking. If you have time to do one, I might fuck another one tomorrow. Well, I'll definitely will not be available. I will definitely not be available for that one. Are you going to be around on Thursday evening after the NBA drop? I definitely plan on gliding myself over to NBA City area. And oh, are you? Plan. That sounds like a plan. Man, I went to the draft one year. That was fun. Nice. That's, that's a... That's a new goal of mine. I oh, you want love it. I want to go and I want to go and but unfortunately, I'm, what I hate is I'm despite what Brian was saying about the draft thing, and I did have a ticket lined up. I'm not going to be able to make it to the NHL draft this year. You aren't. Uh, that's too bad. Uh, oh, well, love but, that. but I want to, I want to make it to, um, I want to make it to a draft in, in the NFL, NBA. But yeah, those two would be the top two. Top tier, right? Top tier. Man. Man. 
You feel the draft? And I want to go to the NFL draft and sound like the whole week, Jeff Bachelor. <laughs> we could have like some of your mock drafts on and that. <laughs> man, I tell you what, I'm gonna I wanna watch the NFL draft, man, with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he does. Hey, John. Yeah. That's where we missed that. Where is where is he? Um, buried by a bunch of nails. Married? No, buried, buried by a bunch of nails. I was like, damn, John works fast. Yeah. Are you talking about Theodoria or Bachelor? Yeah. No, talking about John Theodoria. Oh, Theodoria has vanished. He, he disappeared off the cell. He flew off. Um, hmm. That's actually going to do it. Uh, kind of a good idea to get some sleep tomorrow. But, like, um, I am going to try to do another show, whether it be Thursday night late if we could do a draft wrap or Friday night where we could do double draft wrap. <laughs> this could be kind of interesting. So we'll see we'll see where it goes. Okay? Um but I wanna thank you for uh joining us. And of course thank you to John and uh Brian for joining as well. And uh we will see you all a little later this week, folks. Uh Thank you again, and uh, happy draft, everybody. All right? Have a good night, and uh, make sure you tune in again. Thank you again, and congratulations to Chris Blossow. Good night, everybody.